Hello, everybody. Just a very quick one about Instagram. If you're on it, Meta, the parent company, is reducing the number of political posts visible to users on their feed. This is a real thing, not a hoax. So go to your Instagram profile, tap the three horizontal lines in the top right corner to open the settings tab, scroll down to what you see, click on content preferences, open political content, and turn on don't limit political content. That's an option. Otherwise, you won't see almost anything we post because we are deemed political. Please do that now or you won't even see the posts about our shows, our fun things. So if you want to see Guilty Feminist content and know when we're coming to a place near you, releasing a new podcast, do it now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to part two of The Guilty Feminist. So plug in and get ready for the fun. Hello, Glasgow! Are you ready for The Guilty Feminist? Then welcome back to the stage, Deborah Francis White! How was your interval, Glasgow? Was it good? Did you meet anyone you didn't already know? Who did you meet? Did you meet anyone good that you can collaborate with and do feminism with? Yes, yes, you did. Anyone want to say anything particular? Yes. You met someone in the men's loo. Yep, standard guilty feminist. They seemed nice. Have you plotted anything together? Did you swap numbers? Did you follow them on Insta? Okay, well, the sentiment was there. Well, okay, I'm going to need more than a sentiment. Does anyone have a project they need help with? Uh, yes, okay, tell me. Okay, your friend has a what, what, what? Where are you? Are you in the circle? You're in the stalls. Do you want just come down the front and, and so I can give you the mic? I've been told, because it's got very strict on time tonight, I've been told I could do a tight five or a baggy four. So... Uh, tell me, hello, what's your name? Rowan. Rowan, and what's your name? Alex. 
Alex, okay, so turn this way so they can see you. Great, super. So Rowan and Alex, what, what's your thing? Um, it's a Facebook group called Bridging the Gap, which is about equality at home, like mental and domestic, and in society. Wonderful. <laughs> and what do you need help with? Um, at the moment, it was just a side hobby, but I'm hoping to make it into a career now, so I've been looking for uh, support and funding and ideas for some income. Great. Okay, so you need funding, ideas, and income, and you need some kind of uh, infrastructure help, maybe. Okay, what's it called? What's the name of the Facebook group? Bridging the Gap. Bridging the Gap, okay. All right, so feminism is not just a feeling, it's an action, Gavin. (laughs) Tell me a feminist thing you've done lately, Gavin. (laughs) Don't say Frisbee. Okay, you're good at maths. They need help with money. Um, Can you see any opportunities to do anything with Bridging the Gap, Gavin? Yes. He's good, isn't he? He's good. He knows the right thing to say. Lots of men go, not really, if I say something like that. What what could you do, Gavin? You'll find them after the show. Will you, Gavin, or will you disappear into the night like Batman? He'll try your hardest. Does anyone have anything else uh, that they could... Does anyone have any, any way of supporting Bridging the Gap? Anyone, can anyone think of anything? Have you got to go fund me or anything to get this going? Not yet, but if okay. they join the Facebook group, then... Great. Well, we can all do that if we're on Facebook. So whoever's on Facebook, you're allowed to get your phone out now, briefly. And what's the Facebook group? It's just called Bridging the Gap. There must be other ones called that, though. So what's the... Is there any way we can find it? A rainbow logo. So you're looking for Bridging the Gap with a rainbow logo... And uh, you are... I mean, because otherwise you're just going to, like, sign up to something about people who love the tube or something. Um, uh, seriously. Bridging up Rainbow... Got, like, ten mods. They're going to freak out. <laughs> You've only got ten moderators, so they're going to freak out. Okay, so everyone get your phone out. And uh, if you could... If you, and answer the questions. Yes, yes, you've got the right one there. That's the right one. Excellent. Good. Super. Thank you very much. Anything else very quickly they want to tell us about? Yes, what's yours? <laughs> Not going to do better than that. Uh, what's your name? Violet. Violet. So, Violet, if you were listening at home and you couldn't quite hear that, Violet said, I'm buying some land, I'm starting a big gay commune, and I need gardeners. <laughs> if you, how do they get in touch with you if they want to help garden? You're buying the land yourself for a big gay commune to help other survivors of violence. Okay, this is amazing. How, when is this happening? You signed for the land next month. Where is the land? Near Loch Lomond. This sounds incredible. Okay, could we come and do a guilty feminist live at your big gay commune? You've been living off the land, off-grid, for the last three years. Now it's open for everyone. Come and join. Okay, well, that's really exciting. Is there any way they can follow you on... I know you're off the grid, but is there any way they can get in touch? Instagram. Instagram, and what's what's your handle? Sweet Violet Fox, at Sweet Violet Fox. Um, If you are interested in supporting... Do you need money? 
You need money. Okay, please follow Sweet Violet Fox and send her money. <laughs> Gavin, Gavin, if you've got enough money to go to Dublin to take photographs of men playing frisbee, <laughs> got to redirect some that way. Do we have a deal? Excellent. Thank you very much. Our next comedian is not from Glasgow, but she lives in Glasgow. That's right. She's one of your favourites. You saw her earlier with a baby. Now you're going to see her without one. Put your hands together and make incredible woohooing noises for Josie Long. Also, all I wanted to do was come up and be like, oh, where's the baby? <laughs> She's currently very upset that I'm not with her. I know, I got her to sleep and I was like, this is going to be so easy. I gave it to Grace, she was just sleeping on Grace. And then I was backstage just talking and then she just looked up, looked at Grace and was like, what's going on here? Like, also, hi, it's really nice to be here. I'm so excited. Also, just in general, it's really nice to be in Glasgow. You have no idea how fucking great it is. Um, yeah. Also, I'm sucking up, but I can't help myself. I love it so much. I, um, my daughter is four, my older daughter, and um, I'm, like, trying to get her to, like, become Scottish. And um, <laughs> I was playing her, because you, um, you get a CD of, like, free CD, uh, an app, of free, <laughs> free, free music for babies from the Scottish government, and part of it is Three Crows. And I was singing to her, and she started singing, Three crows sat upon a wall, sat upon... And I was like, we're in trouble. We're in real trouble here. I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. Um, it's, I'm a bit of a shambles because, like, I haven't been gigging much because I just had the baby. And also, you remember the pandemic. And uh, I'm, like, excited. But I, I don't know about you. For the pandemic, for me, I just decided... Like, I did it in body, but I didn't do the lockdowns in spirit. <laughs> what I did was, I borrowed my boyfriend's big dressing gown, and I wore a gold chain. <laughs> I said to myself, I'm not in lockdown. I'm a mob boss under house arrest. <laughs> I'm, not in I'm going out to my pool, and I have a pool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's what socialist comedy gets you, a fucking pool. Um, no, I wish, I wish. I've, I've been t- trying to get all the clothes to pull together. No, they're not into it. Um, I'm excited to be here. Uh, yeah, for me, the pandemic has really answered the question, what will I look like in ten years' time? <laughs> like a witch overheard, they were like, I'll show you, I'll show you now from stress. Like, oh, no. Um, yeah and it's exciting like this is like my second gig back after having a baby which is thank you it's the second one no one gives a shit it's the second one no one gives a shit at all oh my god the first one everyone's so nice to you the first one everyone's like don't worry it does get easier don't except the worst cunts alive who are like oh you think this is hard driving a teenager (laughs) scum right but everyone else is like don't worry it does get easy. <laughs> Listen, I've done the washing up. Okay? I've done the washing up, okay? Because it gets easier, okay? Listen, okay? Listen, okay? I've done the washing up. There's a lasagna in the fridge, okay? It gets 
get Stacey and there's a lasagna in the fridge. There's another one in the bath. Okay. There's seven lasagnas hidden around the house. It's a treasure hunt. It gets Stacey. Second time round, they're just like, what? Yeah, you have babies. We know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to say as well, like, if you managed to achieve anything over the past few years with the pandemic, like, if you've written a novel or you, like, fucking learnt a language or you've, like, run a marathon, I'm so proud of you. But at the same time, you're a scab. <laughs> you're a fucking scab. How dare you? How dare you? You think you're too good to languish, huh? Oh, I'm too good to languish with the rest of humanity. How dare you, scab? Scabber. Do you want to read my novel? No. No, I don't. I don't want to read a novel written by someone who has no empathy for human suffering. I, I, I also, I've had to write everything on my hand because I'm not sleeping. <laughs> Help! Um, <laughs> this is a funny one. I interrupt myself as well. And uh, I recently found out um, I have ADHD, which is a surprise to no one. Um, <laughs> Oh, that's disproportionate, isn't it? That's a lot. That's good. Hello. Um, let's interrupt each other later. <laughs> we'll have a good time. Um, yeah, I, so there's that coming on. But um, I'll just double check that. Yeah, I, I'm so fucking thrilled to move to Scotland. Like, you have no idea. I am from Kent, the worst part of England. Like, to go from Kent to Glasgow, it's, it's, the glow-up is real. I cannot believe it. I'm, like, walking around like, everyone's so friendly. And um, here's the thing. When I had my baby, I had my baby in Glasgow. Yeah. So excited. Thank you. Oh, my God. And as you saw, I don't know if you saw, she has bright red hair. Yeah. Anointed by Saint Mungo himself. <laughs> Fucking anointed. I love it. I love it so much. And here's the thing. I applied for the baby box scheme. Yeah, you, you guys know about the baby box scheme. If you don't, it's so lovely. Like, when you have a baby for free, the government sends you this box. That's it. No, this thing, like a box full of gear. And it's good gear. It's everything you need. It's like a little thing, a thermometer for the bath. It's fucking everything you need. And I just was so overwhelmed when I got it because I feel like this was the first time ever. And this is not to say that I wholeheartedly support the government with no reserves, but... It's the first time in my life where the government did something nice to me. <laughs> I was just like, the government did a nice... The government sent me a poem. <laughs> I love a poem. The government sent me a poem. It's so beautiful up here. And here's the thing. When I told my family down in England, they were like, free. <laughs> free. What's the catch? What's the fucking catch? Like, they couldn't imagine there would be something nice. Like, fruit, what's the fucking catch? Like, Nicola Sturgeon's like, oh, yes, you can have the box in return for the child. <laughs> oh, yes, keep the box. I've got the child. No, not now. In 18 years, she break her finger on a spindle. A nation of independent sleeping beauties. Break the finger. The finger votes yes and then gone. Like, no. None of them. Like, but... Like, my, um... Uh, yeah, the, and here's the thing. So I have two kids. Um, my partner's surname's Donahoe and my surname's Long. And what we did for our kid's surname is we took half of my name, half of his. So our kid's surname is London. And I love it so much. Like, London's pretty fucking cool. London. And um, when I told my mum we'd done that, she went, well, that's illegal. <laughs> 
was like, no, we did it at the town hall. Well, they've broken the law. I'm like, right, that is Kent for you. Well, you can't have anything nice, and if it's not illegal, it fucking should be. Like, <laughs> anyway, thanks for having me. It's so nice to see you all. Thank you so much. Jersey love, everybody! Yeah. Come join us on the server. Thank you. That was brilliant. Thanks. Absolutely brilliant. Please welcome back to the stage the incredible Kima Bob. Josie, I was taught by the audience earlier the difference between saying I'm from Glasgow and I live in Glasgow and there was a very clear demarcation. Even if you live 10 minutes outside Glasgow, you're not from Glasgow. Oh, yeah, I've got a friend from Clyde Bank and I was like, oh, yeah, oh it's a beautiful town, Solidarity Plaza. But um, <laughs> whenever I say to him, oh, yeah, we're all from Glasgow, he's like, West Dunbartonshire. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so you... I'm not from Glasgow, but you live in Glasgow. I stay in Glasgow. But, but you... <laughs> yeah. You're fortunate enough to be allowed to reside in Glasgow. <laughs> but your children are from Glasgow. Uh, not, not the big one. Oh, the big one's from... <laughs> she moved here when she was two. Oh, God, well, no, we've got to throw it to the crowd, because they're the Glaswegians. If you moved here when you were two, how, what, at what age will she be able to say she's from Glasgow? Never, I'm hearing. <laughs> Never. When she was two, she can't remember it. When she's like 80 years old, she's been Glasgow all her life. Josie will never have let her, allowed her out of the surrounds. <laughs> She'll only be allowed to... She won't be allowed to go to Edinburgh. She's confined to Glasgow. To Glasgow. She's an 85-year-old lady. She's got a strong Glasgow accent. Is she from Glasgow? <laughs> OK, great. What if she goes to university in Edinburgh? No, all right. So, I mean, oh if she gets gosh. the grades to go to Edinburgh, I mean, we're going to be somewhat surprised. I mean, both her parents have some very intense ADHD. It's like, it's like, Didn't you go to Oxford, though? Yeah, yeah but, you know. <laughs> Do not buy this self-deprecating act. She's a... She's a, 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 so a your, both your children have genius parents. I say both your children as if one of them is fathered by someone who is a Johnny. <laughs> That I know of. That's like you're being like, oh, all my boyfriends are hideous. And it's like, didn't you just break up with John Ham? <laughs> yeah. God, I would fucking love if I'd been up with John Ham. Uh, do you know, if I'd been up with John Ham, all my stand up shows would be called, also I went up with John Ham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Say you did. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, it's in, in, isn't it in libel? He has to prove I didn't. OK. That might be true in Scotland. Well, I don't want you to go to jail. You've got children to raise. And <laughs> I don't think John Hamm is going to come after Josie Long. He seems like a nice guy. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to defend... I, people know he's my fave, so I don't want to defend him out of hand when I've never met the man. But I believe he would find it amusing and whimsical if you said that. In fact, yeah. I, he once made me a little video for something I was doing... I never got to meet him or anything, but that's true. I've never told anyone that before because that's something I keep for my pleasure, my own time. But, um, okay. But it wasn't that kind of video, but how do you know it wasn't? Anyway, I think he would say whimsical. I think he would say it's adorable and whimsical. And he'd probably, if he was asked in the press, he'd back her up and go, yeah, I did. We, we dated yeah. for five years. Well, yeah, why not? Can we say that, like, we didn't quite get together? Yeah, but, but you we were hold both... each other in a very yeah, high special place. So, what we need to do mutual is. Vibes. Yeah, mutual vibes. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to get John Hamm to say uh, that you turned him down. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem here is that that would never happen. It's fun. <laughs> hmm? Eh? Huh? 
Believe in yourself. Yeah. This is the support you get from the yeah. sisterhood in Scotland. Yeah. This is the support you get from the sisterhood in Scotland. It is better. We were discussing it backstage. We were discussing April. Can you just tell me where I follow you again? Because I was trying to find it backstage and I couldn't. April of the commune. Violet, that's why I couldn't find it. This is Ella Fitzgerald all over again. <laughs> but, but the name is not April. No, it's Violet. Okay. No, honestly, it is... I am named dyslexic, honestly. I'm, I can remember everything else, but if you tell me a name, I'll flip it. It is... I swear, I need to go and have my brain seen under an MRI machine. It, it names and faces both. I struggle. Um, I just love that, like, the opposite of April is obviously Violet. Well, in my head, that's the kind of flip that can happen. So it's Sweet Violet... Uh, underscore. Your, sweet. Wait, is your last name Fox? Fox. Oh my god. <laughs> underscore my sweet mom's Fox. last okay. name is Fox, and I was almost Kima Fox, which <gasps> is kind of sexy. <laughs> Kima Fox yeah, is not? really sexy. I'll reclaim it. Yeah. yeah. But Kima Bob's got a very cool ring too. So it's underscore sweet Violet Fox. Okay. Because it's like a constant rebellion in Scotland, isn't it? Mm. Like. It feels like that. How long before you're going to go independent? I, I think you're, you're asking the wrong person here, but, like, nice. this is what's hilarious. Is like, I would be so into it, but I don't want to tell people because I don't want them to think I just showed up and now I'm here. I'm like, quick! <laughs> Let's go! It's not, like, I feel like I don't have a right yeah, to Yeah, because your but campaign will be pull it. up the ladder jack, really. Yeah, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, no, well, listen... It's a divisive issue. Yeah, but yeah, one of your babies is from Glasgow, and if you have more babies, more babies will be from Glasgow. My husband has a rule so that we don't become crazy cat people, and it is this. You cannot have more cats than adults in any house. So once you've got more cats than grown-ups, it's, it's over. It's all downhill. He has other rules too, like the cats can only have one name. They can... Like, you, you, your cat can be called Toast, but it can't be called Toast Whiskers. Do you know what I mean? It can't be, can't be called Mrs. Oh, Tiggy Winkle. It's so great. good if they have like a very sort of normal name, like Paul what? Henderson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like. Paul? <laughs> Paul Henderson? <laughs> I told you to stop peeing on my scarves. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. One of our cats is called Seymour, and the other one's called Audrey, and the third one's yeah. called Toast. Um, and uh, the only reason we're allowed three cats is because Steve's there. Yeah. Um, but Steve's now got another cat called Damascus, so we've broken the crazy cat rule. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's... I look forward to moving in and meowing. <laughs> oh, yes. You, if you moved I'll in, Kima... I'll be the fifth cat. No, I'm going to be a cat. No. I'm not going to add to your people ratio. I'm going to be a cat. I mean, if you wore that suit, you could be a leopard. Yeah, I'm dressed like a cat right now. It'll be so fun. It's oh, to shit in a box. It sounds a bit, it sounds a bit kinky, if you don't mind me saying. Oh, but listen, to shit it's, in a box. It turns more like a commune every day. Listen, We're sweet violet, like please feel free to come and use it as your London commune. Um, we should bring on our guest. It's um, true, it's a great guest. Okay. <clears throat> Do you disagree? <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, Guilty Feminist. This is Deborah, and we are at the Edinburgh Festival. On the 25th of August, my co-host is Celia A.B. My guests are Cordelia Stevenson, Jake Wakeley, Josie Underwood, with music act Jess Robinson. On the 26th of August, my co-host is Jessica Foster-Q. Our guest is Sakisa, and our music act is Grace Petrie. On the 27th of August, my co-host is Sindhu V. My guest is Rosie Holt and the music act is Flo and Joan. On the 28th of August, my co-host is Alison Spittle. My guest is Jambi McGrath and the music act is Grace Petrie. Get your tickets now for The Guilty Feminist at the Edinburgh Fringe before they all sell out. We're at the Gilded Balloon TV at every day at 2pm from the 25th to the 28th of August. And now back to the podcast. Our guest today is a local activist of Pakistani heritage, and she's from Glasgow. Fiercely protective of her community in Pollock Shields. And that community is Scottish, Pakistani, and everything in between. Uh, She's the project manager for a space called the Bowling Green. She's one of six people who were celebrated at Scotland's People of 2021 for helping 15 families displaced in a fire. Uh, she was featured in Linda McCartney's Foundation for Grow Your Own Project and uh, so many more other things. If I read out any more about her, it's going to sound like she's died and this is her obituary. Uh, but she's just generally incredible. Put your hands together and make incredible welcoming noises for Tabasam Niamat. <laughs> Listening at home, her outfit is gorgeous. Thank you. It's really glorious. Yeah, it's chic and sparkly. That it, do you know what it reminds me of? You know the Marilyn Monroe dress that Kim Kardashian shouldn't have worn but did. Mm. And people are up in arms because she basically ruined that Happy Birthday, Mr. President dress, um, which we were all using. Happy and are you wearing it now? Because it's very similar. <laughs> very very similar. Um, now, Tab, you were introduced to us by Josie because you're doing a wonderful thing and many wonderful things. Josie, can yeah. you tell us or, or ask what? Tab more about what she's doing? Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, I know of you loads because you're very famous in like, our local community. And like, I love, so just like one, one of many things, like the Bowling Green is just this, it's sort of, well, yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, the Bowling Green is like, it's a community garden, but it's a community space in like the like deepest sense of the word. Like it's every part of the community uses it, owns it. It's 
and it's just fucking great to be in because it's got um, it's got that feeling that it's built by the people that use it and it's owned by mm. the people that use it by as the well. people for the people yeah and, and also like what's amazing about it as well is that like you're walking down a road and like on one side there's like cash and carry and to be fair there are allotments by there but it's quite like big cash and carry supermarkets like quite a big road around it and when you go in it, you've got this space that is beautiful, full of, like, n- not just creativity, but kind of built creativity that people, like, love and tend. And then you have, like, a whole place where food is being grown, but anyone gets to tend to it and to eat it and to be a part of it. And now oh, there's no, chickens as well. Oh, no, I would fuck it up. I would ruin the whole garden. <laughs> I'd oh, water. There's a gardening club, Don't me and my me daughter. Don't let me in, Tab. You're coming. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, like, yeah, me and my daughter sort of go and she just tries to steal all the food she can eat. But it's, like, just the, the best kind of community space because it's, like, really, really rooted in the community and it benefits everyone. And I love it so much and I love what you did. But, like... Um, that was too long a speech as well. But you've also, like, just been involved in so much and you were around, like, last year at the kind of incredibly important um, moment in Kenmuir Street when people stood up and... Yeah. And again, the whole community came together. Like, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced and witnessed is that, like, the whole community came out to look after each other. And for me personally, having moved there, like, eight months before or something, to be like, it's such a privilege to get to live in this community and to be a part of it. And that's what I feel... Anyway, that was a long introduction. Tab, Tab, can you tell us... Uh, what happened that so we've got listeners all around the globe who won't have heard this story okay. what what happened that Josie is referring to here so this was um, May 13th last year Eid day and again it just seems like I'm always overdressed so I probably was <laughs> one of those very glamorous looking protesters they're probably thinking well she's dressed up for the occasion I wasn't it was Eid it was our Christmas. That's why I was dressed up. Um, everyone had their masks, but I thought, I've got my makeup on. Let's just, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> anyway, um, it was two of our neighbours, Lakvir and Sumit. And the kind of network that we have in Polk Shields, most of, our, most of us are associated with some activist group or, or other, or even through my work. You, know, you hear things, you know things. We all receive texts. And I thought, right, I've got all my cooking out of the way. I don't have to do anything. I'll just go. Maybe it'll take an hour. It'll take two. And we just Wait, turned you up. Got, you got a text? Yeah, Wait, yeah. But you got a text that said that people were uh, being, like, it was. This is how the network. This is how the network started. It was everybody that was, like, on these groups and everything. Everyone got a text saying someone has seen an immigration van. And when I, when I turned up, there was five people there already, and van man had already placed himself under the van. So wow. there was an immigration van that showed yeah. up to a neighbourhood yeah. on the, the like, awesome celebratory yes. day yes. to try to snatch people up, yep. and you go stop them from taking the people away. Yep. How did you stop Incredible. the van? I sat behind the van. And then other people sat in front of the van. <laughs> and other people sat beside the van, yeah. Oh, so, so the neighbours on the WhatsApp group surrounded the van so the van couldn't pull out. And it was an immigration van and they were trying to take people away. away. Yeah. And think, you just said no. Sorry, I really want to make a point, which is that I think Glasgow in particular, because it, it is the city it is, 
There are networks of people that for 10 years, for as long as they've been around, have been building up, like, like you were saying, like activist yeah. groups, like the anti-rage network. It's like people who've put in the hard work for decades. Mm. Mm. And so, like, they were on it because they're, like, primed to be on it and they're ready and they're, like... Yeah, everyone kind of links up and knows each other and it's really exciting and impressive. Yeah. And also I want to say, I was there very near the start and it's because I was dropping my daughter off at her nursery and then I stopped off to get a little coffee and a little bougie pastry and I was walking along and then my friend who lives outside where the van was texted me and I was like, yeah, I'll come along. And I just looked like the biggest prick to be like, hi guys, yeah, I've just got just You're got not going anywhere there with anyone. Is that white? So you, you came along in a red carpet outfit and you came along with a, with a caramel macchiato. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All, all parts of the community showed yeah. up. Listen, we need, we need it all, totally. And you sat around the van, and the van couldn't pull out without running people over. And so eventually, what happened? First it was dozens, then it was hundreds, and then there was more. And um, just as many people that were there, that's how many police were there. We were all being updated, um, all getting WhatsApp messages. There were mounted police officers you know, on horses and the dogs and um, someone sent a picture of 60 police officers hiding around the corner waiting to charge wow. Wow. it was quite intense they uh, love to drive mm, yeah. it was almost like someone's milkshake was bringing the boys to the yard yeah <laughs> <laughs> felt that way mm, <laughs> wow. so uh, in the end did they let the people out of the van that they were trying to take away they had to this was, this was a standoff that we weren't going to back down. We weren't going to back down. So if you imagine that most of us there were from 9.30am, that's the time that I was there. It wasn't until 6pm then when we walked Lugvir and Sumit to our local mosque mm. and the police just had to part. It was like the parting of the Red Sea. Wow. We just went through and, yeah, we escorted oh. them to the mosque. I love it. I love direct action. And since then, they've not come back and tried to do that again? Or they have? Not in Polk Shields. <laughs> not in Polk Shields. Yeah, not on my block, she said. <laughs> They're true. true. They, Kemier Street 3. Kemier Street 3. So if you, there's a petition on for them as well. And that's, what happened? I guess, um, so even though this was a very peaceful protest... The police, um, in their wisdom, still arrested three of our local residents. And again, um, one of the one of the arrestees was a single mother, and they broke her fingers. But she's being charged for assault. Uh, yeah. So there's a petition. If you could sign it, we're still hoping Police Scotland would maybe retract and um, let them go. But we don't how, know. How do we find that petition? It's online. Um, again, on all those social media pages. If you go on to even our pages in the Isle of Pollock Shields, Pollock Shields together. They're, we're sharing all this information. Okay, great. And we can put that, if you let us have a link, we'll put that on the show notes. Oh my gosh, Pollock Shields. Pollock Shields. Pollock Shields. <laughs> Not spelled like I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it would be spelled differently in Texas. I think so. I didn't think we spelled it at all. We'd just be like that place. You know, <laughs> don't ever spell Pollock Shields with a C. I cannot tell you what happens to people who spell Pollock Shields with a C. Then I never intended I'll tell to, you ma'am. What, if, if they spell it with a C, they're not from Pollock Shields. Huh. They huh. might be That's in sure. Pollock Shields, but they're not from. Um, 
And could you please just tell us how you came up with the Bowling Green? Like, I, I think lots of people outside this area may not know what the Bowling Green is, and they might assume it's a Bowling Green. It's not. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> so in a previous life, it was a Bowling Green. Just, you could imagine all those people in their immaculate white uniforms and doing the bowls. Mm. You were never going to see people like me, and especially people dressed like this. But now, if you were to visit us, it's you can imagine what we feel like is any country, any city, could be Pakistan, could be in Kenya, could be anywhere. And the people that we have that visit us in the Bowling Green as well, as soon as they come through those gates, it's like they're this hug, mm. this, this, this mm. energy. that, And it's, it's, it's come about with all the people that have stepped through those gates. Everybody leaves something. Everybody takes away something. And... I guess all of us that work there, what we want to see outside in the world, we're creating there in this very little spot. So it's a, it's a community centre and it's a place where you can grow vegetables, you can grow flowers, you can meet your friends, you can have barbecues, you can Everything. do whatever it is. Is it all outdoors? It's all outdoors. Because it is, if you don't mind me saying, Scotland. <laughs> I, I don't mind you saying, where's That's our summer? Ten. I want to know where's our summer. I I'm, I'm feel really cheated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, it was the hottest. It was so hot, and then we came to Glasgow, and I got caught in a wind tunnel, and I hadn't brought a cardigan. I had to go and buy a cardigan. The reason I bought this dress from Ella Fitzgerald is, um, is I uh, I was really in a very light summer dress, and so this the community centre is sounds amazing, oh, but you have to wear layers, I reckon. Yeah, lots of thermal layers, especially in but winter. Can I ask, like, how did it happen? Because it used to be a bowling green for, I'm guessing, like, posh people or something. Yeah, middle class people. Yeah. What is, I don't know, bowling, like, with the, the pins? Um, uh, do you know what? It was, it was founded in 1850, like I read. Like, just lawn balls? Lawn balls. What are you rolling them towards? It's like the beloved of old men. So you're rolling them towards the grave. You know when older men... I don't know, do they not do this in America? It's like old men, and sometimes women as well, are dressed in white, and they, oh, they roll one ball towards another... And if they they kiss, it's like ball. You it's like just, ball. Break oh, you make the balls. Uh, you make the balls touch. Yes, <laughs> but when you say it, it sounds dirty. Well, <laughs> um. wait. So you you hit a ball. This is a much more important conversation than this. But you hit a ball with another ball, and then it goes further. Yeah, something like that. And they like were that. just doing it's, this for fun. Yes. Imagine yeah. curling. But it's on grass. But it's and on, it, yeah, and it's just balls. Okay, it's, it's, well, listen. And if you listen, if you're listening at home and you love balls and you think it's a brilliant sport and it's amazing and there loads of women do it, and then the, the DM me and I'll show you some other cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> you need your life saved. I'm sure um, there's plenty of listeners who love it and do it. But this particular bowling green, you didn't. It was already closed down. It closed down of its own accord in 2011. It was derelict because it's there a was, horrible activity. No, no. There was people love it. That's uh, a lot of elderly people get that's how they get their exercise and we're thrilled for them however this was closed down so it was derelict no one was doing anything on it it was all overrun it was like the Adams family oh no it's all run over it's just this wasted land and you come along and go wasted no longer let's fix it up and let's make it into something wonderful for the community so it's sick myself and a lot of people in Polk Shields that had a vision that we need green space we're quite a dense populated area 
and we don't we don't have access to those things. And when you think of the demographic, there's a lot of South Asians in our community. There's people that have issues with mobility. They're not going to go. You know, if they don't have cars, access cars. Where do they go? So you've got this space. Granted, it looks like a zombie apocalypse, but <laughs> but there's a vision there, and all we needed was to just get our foot in the door. That's it, literally through the gates. As soon as we stepped in there, it just started the passion that we all had. And like as I'd mentioned before, every person that comes in there, they buy into that dream. It's not something we're selling. They just feel it. They know. Yeah. They know that it's going towards this bigger picture, this thing that we're trying to do. Is connect people on on a very basic human level because there's so many things that are thrown at us that are like you're too different. You know, there's mm -hmm. there's splits throughout Van society. Yeah. Up. yeah, Van showing up. Yeah, it's like let's yeah. send you back home. You know. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So for us, it's been day, every single day that space it just grows. And it's Wonderful. growing in everyone's heart as well. That's so cool. Wonderful. And Josie, were you at the Festival of Resistance? Yeah, it was, it was literally on my street. It was the most convenient act of political <laughs> engagement I've ever had in my life. The Festival of Resistance was what marked the one year of the protest of the immigration van where yeah. they had to go away. So one year later, you've rubbed that into the police. You've yeah. rubbed we salt into the wound. We did. In the Festival of the Resistance. Where did you go? Did you have fun? <laughs> I took my daughters. I had a great time. And also, like, it was so good for finding out about loads of different community organisations. Like, there was loads of representations so you could, like, take loads of flyers, meet right. people. And, like, yeah, it was just really great. And, like, again, it's, I mean, it's pathetic. But, like, for me personally, it's, like... Glasgow being like, of course, I am everything you hoped. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, it's the most it's wonderful, really wonderful place. But yeah, it's, it was beautiful. I mean, you were really, I know you were born in Kent, but you were really, you're made of Glasgow staff. You started Arts Emergency, <laughs> yeah, and which that. is a very Scottish thing. Well, it um, doesn't operate in Scotland, but yeah, in its yeah. heart. <laughs> it's, but it's, but it, you started in England because we needed it in England, but yeah. I'm sure it will come, I, I'm sure it will extend to Scotland at some yeah, point. Yeah, I would hope so. It's like um, gradually. Building. Can you tell us about Arts Emergency? Yeah, um, uh, Arts Emergency is an organisation which um, seeks to um, support and empower and embolden young people who don't come from any privilege um, to go into the arts, go into the humanities, become artists, have the lives that they would like to have. And it fights back against like the last 12 years of conservative rule that's like dismantled funding for arts education, made it harder and harder for people to access the arts, made it harder and harder for people who don't come from vast privilege to like become artists and stuff like that. And mm. so, um, thank you. And also like... But, like, when we first were talking about it in kind of 2010, when we first tried, started trying to make it, like, I remember us saying, like, well, what they're doing now is going to mean that lots of arts courses are shut down, that mm. course that universities reframed as kind of a financial transaction, that, um, and basically all this stuff is now coming to pass and it's really bleak. But what is really wonderful is we started in our pilot year with nine young people. Uh, that was uh, uh, nine years ago. Uh, now what's amazing is those people are now like working, it, living in the arts. Like those people mm. are doing what they wanted. You, we see them, they feed back in. And they're and mentoring like, the next generation. Yeah, and now it's like thousands of young people. And obviously like 
I'm really not very heavily involved anymore because I have no useful skills for the project. Like, my only useful skill is like, I'm not shy to do public speaking. And they're like, that's fine, we don't need that anymore. But I'm, I am still like, you know, it's still my baby and I'm still so proud of it. And well, like, it's such a wonderful thing to have, yeah. have built. Um, do you need money for Arts Emergency? Always, please, um, please, you can go to arts emergency slash donate, uh, and please do. And slash you need what? And you, you just donate. Oh. And you need mentors as well, don't you? Yeah, People always in the need arts. mentors. So basically we have a thing called the Alternative, we have two things. We have the Alternative Old Boys Network, which I think they're changing the name of because I think, like, even that sounds a bit outdated, but mm. we have this network of thousands and thousands of people who have some sort of cultural... Uh, privilege that they've created or earned for themselves that they can pass back on and, and be useful to younger people. But on top of that, we have mental pairs in... I can't even keep up with how many parts of England, but many, and they, uh, they're people you can train to mentor a young person. You can then mentor people year on year. But also, we like it to be that people don't just come into someone's life, tick a box and leave. Like, mm. what we like is that people kind of really do look out for people Find for, chemistry. for the long term. And for sure. Yeah, and I've really seen that with people. Like, people make long connections with people and, and keep kind of stepping in to see what they can do. It's a wonderful thing. Like, is so, there yeah. anything we can help you with, Tab? What can we give you, help you with? What can Gavin do for you? <laughs> do you know, I was really interested. I was caught up in Gavin's story. I really am. <laughs> I can't see him from here, but um, I guess Gavin could donate some money to us as well. I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean Gavin, he's made we've the trip here. Gavin tonight. Gavin's, Gavin's donating in every single direction. Gavin, thank you for buying a ticket and schlepping all this way to come and see us and uh, being such a good sport, but also give Tab some money. Yeah. Um, uh, where can we donate to what you're doing? So if you follow our pages, uh, the Bowling Green Polk Shields on Facebook and Instagram. P-O-L-L-O-K, <laughs> no space, H-S-H-I-E-L-D-S, okay? Yeah. I'm just saying. There will be a PayPal up there soon. <laughs> nice. And so we can donate. Is there any way people can get involved? But even just your time, just your time and energy. If you are happening to pass by Pollock Shields, I invite you, honestly, please. My uh, philosophy is if our gates are open, you're welcome. Wonderful. That's, yeah. that's it. And, and could you give some advice to listeners who are listening in other parts of the world? How do they go about starting a space like that? A lot of passion and a lot of grit. There's going to be a lot of hard work, but if you get started on it and people watch you as well, they're invested. It's, it's not a simple case of, you know, someone has this bright idea, let's take the space, and then they take a step back. You have to believe in what you're doing as well. So I have spent hours. People say you might as well just have a bed in there. No one sees me out with the Bowling Green, or, in fact, some of the kids who don't know my name just go, Bowling Green, Bowling Green. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of passion. Lots of passion, lots of hard work. And if you could, if people buy into what you're doing as well, if they, if they believe the vision that you have and they want to be part of it, it'll happen. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, and I'd also say, like, for me, the first step is allow yourself to believe it's possible. Mm. Because, like, I do, like, slag off Kent, and I don't believe... Like, there's so much exciting stuff going on in Kent as well, and loads of brilliant people who are activists and stuff like that. But for me, the mindset that's sort of 
felt a bit overwhelming was people kind of going like, you've got to live in the real world mm. and in the real world, nothing happens and you shouldn't be thinking like this and there are rules you have to follow. Mm. And actually, if you allow yourself yeah. to believe something better and something more radical is possible, that's the first step. And then once you're doing it, you can be like, we're already doing it, so... So even if your mum says it's illegal, yeah, doesn't matter. We've done it. Done it too late. It's much easier to get forgiveness than permission. Um, so I hope that you are inspired by both Tab and Josie and what they're doing. It's, it's really been phenomenal to have you on the show and a real pleasure and a real privilege. I feel very inspired and I love that you bring so much joy um, both of you bring joy to your activism and to your community building. Um, now, uh, I just realised something. It's Arts Emergency's ninth birthday, and they've got a campaign asking people to donate nine pounds, but I'd forgotten. Okay. So that's what you can do. So donate nine pounds to Arts Emergency if you've got it. That would be great. If you haven't got it, ninety p would be better than no money at all. Um, uh, so listen, we are almost at the end of our show. We've got a big musical finish, but. Um, what we have to do now is allow Josie to go and take the baby from Grace. So, Josie Long, everybody! Now, Grace is minding the baby. This is feminism in action out the back. Uh, so, Grace has got to unstrap herself from a baby and strap on a guitar. So, while she does that, could I just say, could we have a big, big round of applause for Alison Spittle? Celia <laughs> A.B. Josie Long, Kima Bob, Tab. And just to say, Glasgow, uh, except for the big birthday show at Hammersmith Apollo in London on the 1st of October, this is our last show, and you've really brought it. You have absolutely brought a rock concert to a podcast recording. Thank you so much. Can I say a big round of applause and a big thank you to everyone who spoke tonight? Um, including uh, April, not Violet, not April. What the hell? <laughs> including Violet. Don't forget to follow Violet. Don't forget to follow uh, Bridging the Gap. Um, and let's have a big round of applause for Gavin. It's important that we do. Um, I can hear Grace tuning up. Does that mean she's ready? Then, in that case, to close the show, please welcome back to the stage Grace Petrie! <laughs> Hi guys. Well, uh, basically a few years ago I was, uh, so I was dating someone and it didn't work out. I'm fine now. Um, I met a lovely bisexual girl from Norwich, I'm fine. Um, but I was, uh, I was dating someone and it didn't work out and like, it was one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I, it, it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go and like, I sort of never really got like, you know, an answer about what went wrong really and and it was one of those things that I was like, you know, I was like working, working through my pain. I was like talking to my friends about it in the pub and I was like talking to my friends about it on nights out and I was like talking to my friends about it all the fucking time. And my, I started to realise my friends were pretty fucking sick of hearing about it. And my friends were a bit like, yeah, you know, move the fuck on, do you know what I mean? Um, around about the time, I've got two little nieces and around about this time I was, I was spending a lot of time with them and they were very, at the time, they were very, very into Frozen. And uh, yes, I'm glad we've got some Frozen fans in. The original <laughs> feminist text. Uh, and, uh, and anyway, I, was, uh, I, I, found, I found what I needed to hear. 
lurking in the script of Frozen. Um, and I wrote this song about it. It's called Princess Elsa Blues. And I guess it's... they've done with the lighting (laughs) well last night in the pub I realised I was being tolerated not enjoyed I saw it there reflected in friends eyes I've become the kind of person I avoid well I woke up feeling rough and wondering when my needle got stuck on a groove called you as I reached for Alka-Seltzer The wisdom of Elsa came to me And now I know what I must do Because uh, living without you I've gotten pretty good Just need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened But I guess I'll never know I don't need to go to a palace made of snow I just need to let it go Epiphanies can come from anywhere From the sunrise or the verses of Shakespeare But it wasn't Sylvia Plath or Nietzsche That turned out to be my teacher It was Disney had the words I had to hear Because of living without you I've gotten pretty good Just need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened I'll never know I don't need to go To a palace made of snow I just need to let it go Let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go, let it go Turn away and slam the door And all those times I just wouldn't be told Well now I finally broke out this chokehold And all the times, all the times you were cold Never bothered me anyway Pretty good, just need to stop talking about you Like my friends all wish I would And I don't understand what happened But I guess I'll never know I don't need to go to a palace made of snow I just need to let it go I just need to let it go I just need to let it You have been listening to The Guilty Feminist with me, Deborah Francis-White, guest co-host Kima Bob, and my very special guests, Josie Long and Tabitha Niamat, with music from Grace Petrie. The Guilty Feminist theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge and produced by Nick Sheldon. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for The Spontaneous Shop was Thomas Linsky. Thanks to Rachel Craft, Magina DCS, Stuart Arnold, and everyone at the Glasgow Pavilion, as well as all of you for listening. For more information about this and other episodes, visit guiltyfeminist.com. I got the name wrong. It's... Uh, what you meant to say was April. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not got, cut, Tom, cut all of this out of the podcast, seriously. Cut, 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 cut. Tom's like laughing and going as if any of this is in. Um, <laughs> as if anything you've said tonight, Deborah, is in. Um, but yeah, one of your babies is from... The Guilty Feminist is provided exclusively from Acast. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com